What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of 302 Birds. Jack, I got to ask you right off the bat, give me a quick one-minute recap of the Vikings game, maybe a one- to two-minute breakdown. Did you expect that win first off? Um, Did you see that coming? Is primetime Kirk Cousins trash? Give us a quick rundown. Yeah, no, I uh, did not expect that to happen at all um, because, I mean, after seeing them play the week prior, they looked really good against the Packers. Uh, but I am happy for the win, but at the same time, I was telling Josh uh, today at work and Josh, my roommate, that, like, yeah, it's a win. Slay played awesome. Kirk Cousins' primetime's trash. But we can't play a full first half, score touchdowns, and then have the same damn score after halftime. Like, that's going to butt us in the ass in the future and this season. Uh, but Slay played out of his mind. That fucking pass that – my boy Hurts had dime to Quez Watkins. It was beautiful. All, all in all, really excited uh, to see what happens, you know, for this season. I mean, I will say I think this Commanders game uh, kind of solidifies, you know, if we are if we if we are who we are. Uh, Commanders aren't the greatest of a team, but they've been playing pretty well. Yes, they got destroyed by the Lions, uh, but this is going to be a prove it, make it prove it uh, game. I think this week. Do you think that the Lions have a legit chance to beat the Vikings or no? Just as a follow-up question. I think they do. Um, I mean, we were talking about the game. Like, if they play the same coverage that they played against the Eagles, that game's going to be over because they were not pressing us at all during the game. We could get little slants in. Like, I don't know what the defense coordinator for the Vikings was thinking, uh, but I think – the Lions, they're not a shitty team, and they're going to maybe maybe lose this game, but only by touchdown or only by touchdown or field goal. But I think they have a chance to uh, to win, you know, again next week. All right. Now, on a side note, um, we don't have to talk about, obviously, what the tweets were that were liked. Everybody saw what they saw. Um, on, you know, just a professional standpoint, What's your opinion on this whole scenario with Doc Rivers down major? I mean, you think that that was him? You think that that was someone hacking him? Um, what do you think of his response? All in all, just perfect. I didn't know. I didn't see his response, but I don't really think it was him. I think he was hacked um, because the stuff that he was liking and whatever, I don't think that's Doc Rivers at all. I don't think Doc Rivers has that sick of a mind um, to be liking that type of shit. He definitely got hacked. Um so, yeah, he's down. I don't know what he responded, but did you hear it before we move on? Or you, you can talk about it first. You see yeah. the uh, – go ahead. Sorry, what I was just going to say is um, at the end of the day, I don't I don't know what happened. I just think it's a unfortunate situation to be put in. Um, I have nothing to say on it otherwise. I just think it's odd. I feel like he's been, you know – too quiet. And I don't know if that quote was true uh, of him. He did speak out and say that uh, it wasn't him. He was hacked. And I do believe that. Um, the weird thing was, I think that the Phillies scored a run right after or something. And he's like, yeah, let's go Phillies or something. He's like rooting with the team. So that was a little bit odd to me personally. Um, but the whole scenario, I just think really is just odd, odd. Um, we're going to bring in one of our Sixers experts who Greg, professionally, keyword, professionally, what do you think of this? Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, 
So first off, this isn't. Oh, I like this. I like the swag. I like the swag. Yeah! Wow! Let's uh, see it. Yeah. Come on, turn around, baby. Three sixty. Yeah, yeah. Um. So this is nothing new, as in like not Doc Rivers, but there's been coaches in the past. I believe it was um. Who was it? I think it was the Nova's coach who did it in the past. Like our freshman year, I remember like Nova's coach like had something similar. Like this has happened. May it be like the coach's fault or someone else's. I mean, like celebrities do weird things and they're into weird things sometimes. So this isn't anything out of the ordinary. He could have been hacked. It could have been him. They're, it can just be weird things they do. This is nothing new in my opinion. And like he's still going to get the job done. I mean, weird. It's obviously weird. But like, what can we do? It's, you know. I mean, I think I think this season there's gonna be a black cloud following him all season. He's just still gonna dwell on this, whether it happened, if it's truthful or not. Um, but just just keep your, your nose to the grindstone. Just do what your job is and coach. Hey man, as long as he gets the job done, wins games, goes to the playoff. I mean, it's media and it's everywhere in politics. So you mean, do we trust media all the time? No. Yeah, and you gotta remember that. This is again, this has been happening on forever. Nowadays, when people can hack anyone or anyone can see what anyone does, it's even more in the light. It's always been happening. It's now just hitting the light even more. Uh, again, if that gets the chip, he can watch whatever the hell he wants. I really don't care. Uh, <laughs> but um, results will be results. If he doesn't get results, then maybe you should take a break from it. <laughs> but that's my opinion. Uh, KJ. Yo, what's up, guys? What's going on? How you doing, man? Chilling. Pretty good. So, yeah. Uh, I actually, I keep on hearing about what happened with Doc. I'm not too familiar what exactly happened with Doc because I've, I've honestly been in football mode. But uh, there was a lot of there was tweets that he may have liked that were pretty in a controversial, controversial. Oh, really? uh, just oh, um, out of detail about it, but. It was oh, pretty bad what he was doing. It, it's nothing where it's you like – You can look it up for yourself. It's All right, cool. It sounds good. Like politically <laughs> – I mean, it sounds bad, but yeah. Craig, 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 Craig. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, – But, yeah, Glenn Rivers, shame on you, man. I mean, it, it's just some I get, you got to get your act together, man, seriously. Uh, but, I mean, if you can uh, – You win us games, I really as, – As Greg was just saying, I, I could care less. I mean – all Philly games. fans, just everything just goes away if you win games, I guess, in Philadelphia, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it all good. Effect, so. if, if he's like, it's different if he's doing stuff where it's like politically incorrect, if it's insulting a group of people, if it's actually like harassing people, like being derogatory, stuff like that, that's completely different. You know, like that is not accepted across the board. But if it's something freaky like that, then it's like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Yeah, it's I mean, you could be in hot water like the Suns uh, owner. Have you heard about that? Oh, yeah. yeah I've heard exactly. about that. Now, that is bad. Yeah, that's bad. You know what I mean? Like, that's actually, like, you are just being a terrible human being. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The guys you know who's uh, not in hot water, though, Jack? Yeah, boy, putting Delaware on the map. I know yeah, you're going to no. love this segment. I Take mean, it. Yeah, whoever made this, I love it. Uh, boy I from, made it. Boy from Jersey. Right of the right of the bridge, uh, a <laughs> Delaware quarterback. Can you sing us a "Don't Stop Believing" verse with this? Like telling us a story life of Joe Flacco. That would be pretty cool. 
I don't know how to, I don't know how to do that. It's the Jersey boy. Yeah. West Just Coast in South Newark. Born and raised in New Jersey. Took a train across the bridge to play football for the Blue Hands. Got drafted by the Ravens. Won a Super Bowl and made a lot of money and then shit the bed. But now he's at New York Jets and he's filling in for Luke or whatever his name is. This guy played phenomenal. The MILF Hunter. The MILF Hunter. But no. Smoking no. Joe Flacco. Joking all side. Uh, no, this guy, <laughs> he kind of was on the bottom of the map. Uh, recently was in Philly a little bit. Um, had a great career in Baltimore and then kind of just went downhill from there. I forget that big paycheck. Uh, but seeing him play like this against uh, a pretty decent opponent in like last 18 seconds of the fourth quarter and win the game, that's phenomenal. And I like, I love seeing that um, this guy who's been getting a lot of shit uh, for how he's been playing just kind of took them by the hair and just carry the team on his back. Uh, so this guy, I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy that he got the start. Um, and I think he's going to do well this season. I was game with my uncle, who's a Jets fan. And uh, <clears throat> we were sitting there, and we saw it was fourth quarter, and we saw the score, and we were both like, yeah, game's done. It was like two minutes left. We're like, game's over. And we saw they won. We we're like, what happened? What What did Flacco do? And that was, that was Flacco, but also Garrett Wilson. Popped yeah. off that thing as well. Mm. Jack Dorden, you and Flacco have walked on the same sidewalk before. You and Flacco have probably sat on the same toilet at some restaurants. Just yeah, think about that. And Buffalo Wild Wings in Newark. You two are Delaware royalty, both of you. You're the mayor of Newark. He's just the goat in the NFL right now. In all seriousness, though, it's great to see Joe Flacco bounce back, local guy, putting Delaware on the map. And if you're from Delaware, you know there's not really much we got going for us. So anytime we can talk about how great we are, we're going to talk about how great we are. I mean, KJ's got his whole fucking setup over there. Where did you get that jersey from? Tell me the story behind that. I got a custom-made Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) And then I... I Put ironed on this patch. You know me. I love ironing on patches and stuff. It's like my thing. So, uh, But, yeah, it's a homemade Joe Flacco jersey. My brother was there for literally two days. So uh, I have no hatred towards University of Delaware at all. So, And my, my brother's friend is the tight end for Delaware. So, Hell, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Matt Carlino. Go Blue Hens. Yep. But, uh, yeah, no, I think um, I saw a little bit of what Joe was doing. And, I mean, it's great to see a guy who is a veteran player who we thought really doesn't really have anything anymore. But, I mean, he was able to show that, I mean, I mean, a Jets team, they were able to beat the Browns like that. I mean, I know the Browns don't have their starting quarterback. But, uh, but yeah, no, Flacco, I mean, it's going to bring up some uh, questions. If they want to keep Zach Wilson, if they want to bring back Zach Wilson and put him in or if they want to – Keep Flacco, keep the Flacco game going. So we'll see what the Jets are going to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see what when. I'm not sure when Zach's expected to come back, uh, but I mean, they should be solid from from until he comes back. We have something a little bit different tonight for your call-ins, Jack. We were supposed to have my guy Stan, but I don't think he can make it tonight. Um, so instead, we're actually going to have Greg just as the call-ins, and he'll have an Eagles question, I'm sure, for us in a second. I'll give him a second to think of one. King bullshit. 
Um, he'll have one. Don't worry. Um, but Jack, uh, you want to tell him real quick about our sponsor and then just tell me when and I'll queue it up. Yeah, no, uh, like we're talking about University of Delaware, baby. El Diablo Burritos down Main Street, Grace Burritos in town. Really appreciate you sponsoring us for this call in. Hit that intro. What do I want when I'm in the state of Delaware? Of course, El Diablo Burritos. Customer service always is serving your food with a smile on their face, asking how your day is. The food is phenomenal as well. Their burritos are out of this world, one of the best burritos in town. Their queso is phenomenal. Their burrito bowls are amazing as well. When you're in and around Delaware, stop by your local El Diablo Burritos and tell them that 302 Birds sent you. God bless. Go Birds. Thanks again. Appreciate local company, like local restaurant, like you supporting us. And I had that for the first time when I watched the games, you guys, the other yeah, week. It's pretty smacking, right? Kicks Chipotle in the teeth. Oh, 100%. You're not wrong there. All right, Greg, what do you got for us tonight? What What do you want to talk about Eagles-wise, Greg, the Sixers fan? Eagles-wise. I mean, if we want to talk Eagles, man, we all saw what happened Monday, like, Let's talk about Darius Slay. Like, I remember, so when when I came down, I was watching, um, Jack, remember watching the Vikings game? And we were like, they are not guarding Jefferson at all. The Packers, you know what I mean? They were yeah. not him at all. He was open. I mean, they were guarding him, obviously. But, like, most of his catches, there was no one on him. No one was contesting him. Darius Slay, all he had to do, get his cardio up, stay on him. And what happened? Block the ball, intercept him. Yeah. I mean, like, that's all you – yeah, like three deflections, two picks. Yeah, I mean, and he literally had a pick after he just he got injured the play before, and he's like, "I'm not getting off the field." So, granted, he played out of his mind uh, last week, but at the same time, he had five other opportunities to pick it off, and he, it was in his hands, and he just couldn't grab it. Uh, but I'm not not knocking anything towards him. It was I love seeing him giving the ball to Harden. That was crazy to see. What a sight. That was dope. What a sight that and, was. And this is the reason why we signed him. We needed somebody like that. He was locks on Jefferson. Jefferson was getting pissed. You can clearly see he had maybe two catches, three catches. Like he played yeah. didn't play he well. He talked so much shit before that game too. Oh, yeah. Like he like he was like, Yeah, Philly passed up on me. I'm yeah. gonna make them pay for it. Granted, I would have love him. to have him. Jalen Rager was talking crap too, and he didn't do jack shit. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because there was a meme. Um, <laughs> Jalen Rager had two targets to him, didn't catch any of them. Or he had one one reception, and then uh, Darius Slay like had like five targets, caught two of them, like played a lot better than Rager. So yeah, kind of funny. Hey, so, yeah. Also, Bradbury. What about him, dude? He he played great as well. Like the the defense was just on it all night. I and, mean, pickups, but exactly. like Bradbury helps out a lot. I mean, and that whole game, if Sipos didn't get that tackle, the titles would have turned, and we would have been it would have been, been a close game if Sipos didn't stop that because that turned into a uh, for Sipos there. Yeah, so for once Sipos did something. Mm. And you know what the great thing is too? We have the, we have the diversity in the defense where yes. Slay can go guard someone, but that's not our whole defense. You know, like that's not limiting us. Bradbury can help out. Anyone can help out. Even Maddox was having a good game. You know, like um, just because you have to guard Jefferson doesn't mean that you 
sacrifice something other people open, such as like Thielen, uh, Smith, like other weapons like that, that were still contested and could not like score as often because of that. Also, what uh, what blew my mind was when we brought the rush, you see what happened. Incomplete pass, pick off picks. Like, Gannon, like put that in your goddamn head. Oh, maybe we should blitz. Maybe it works out. Don't blitz all the time. Blitz in special, you know, occasions. But blitz, you saw what it does. Makes mm-hmm. confusion, confuses the quarterback, calls them quick thinkly. Like, what the hell are we doing, Gannon? Pick it up. Start blitzing more. All good questions. Well, I want to thank Greg, our Sixers expert, for coming on the show tonight and supporting us. And once again, I mean, look at this handsome guy. Can't thank him enough for rocking that shirt tonight in honor of us and and getting that shirt. Of course he won the contest, but (laughs) I really do like the gray. I haven't seen that yet with that T. And it looks pretty – I don't know if it's the model or if it's the shirt or a combination of the two, but I'm feeling a certain type of way over here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I have the red one, so just got in the mail. It's pretty dope. I, I just like simple gray, man. Simple man. Well, thank Very you for coming through, man. Greg. We appreciate you Very as always. Beautiful thank man. You, Greg. Take love, it easy. I love you, Greg. All right, Jack. And uh do you want to thank you know who? Go ahead, take it yeah, away. Again, Diablo Burritos, appreciate you uh sponsoring us. It goes a long way, you know. We're trying to get more people in your doors, but it means a lot that you want to support a small podcast like us. That's trying to blow up. 100%. Great. Ooh, I, I wish Seb was here because he has a good talk about this. But all I got to say is Montego Monarchs, uh, prepare to lose. I'm sorry. We got, I got uh, you this week. Nope, nope, nope. We coming. We coming, man. We got to be 3-0. Oh. We got to be 3-0. Oh. I'm telling you right now. We'll see. Dan, Dan's God Squad, he was talking all this shit, is 0-2 going to week yeah. three. I know Dan was talking. Granted, Granted, Dalton, you didn't win as much as Zep. I think I'm the best team in the league right now, honestly. Um, I'm two and zero, and every week I've put up above 144 points. Who was 143. Last week I put up 161. Since Zep wasn't here, I think we should talk about the powerhouse of your team this week and tell us why and who it was. Okay, I like that. I'll pull up my roster right now. I think my best pick in the 302 Birds draft was Justin Jefferson, second overall. And here's why I think that my team is going to be so good. Justin Jefferson sucked this week, and I put up 144 points. Imagine if Justin Jefferson did to that Philly uh, team what he was supposed to do. It would have been a lot different of a story. So, I don't know. In my opinion... That's where I stand. I'm going to the league. I'm going to the scoreboard. All right, guys. So I played Dan Matranga's God Squad this week. Patrick Mahomes, 17.3 points, two touchdowns. DeAndre Swift, a receiving touchdown. Aaron Jones, probably my favorite player of the week with 32 points, bringing it home. This is where all the magic happens, KJ. This is the bedroom. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 132 yards, two total touchdowns, two total touchdowns. Dude went off. Um, Justin Jefferson, 10.8 points. Not horrible. A.J. Brown, 11.9 points. Neither of them had a tutty. Darren Waller, though, tutty, 50 yards, 17 points. Jerry Judy, one reception for 11 yards. uh, Garbage. Tampa Bay defense coming out and just balling. I'm pretty sure, right? TD, three picks, 
two fumble recoveries and 10 points allowed, 25 points. And last but not least, my kicker, Jack, give respect to the kicker, McManus for Denver, 12 points, three for three on field goals. Uh, so overall, this team whooped Team Matranga's ass that consisted of Lamar Jackson dropping 42 points. Yeah, he did um, And that was pretty much Dan's entire team, except for McCafferty with 16. Nobody else contributed more than 13, being Evan McPherson as kicker. Uh, yeah, yeah, for me for me and Arrow, um, I pretty much swept the floor with him. Thank, <laughs> I don't want to say thank God, because that sounds rude. But I love the fact that Keenan Allen wasn't in because Michael Williams went off. He had uh, 25 points, and he had receiving yards. He had let me let me check. He had 113 receiving yards. Dude went off. And then we got to follow up with Tyreek Hill dropping 42 points. Jesus Christ! That was let me tell you that was a great game. And your, your pick of the week, dude, you haven't even talked about yet. Holy you know, shit. Don't worry, don't worry, I'm getting there. The pick of the week is Amal right, St. Brown. He went off. I think he had four touchdowns. Four I touchdowns. mean, he didn't have, have as many points as Tyreek Hill, but he had 39 points, dropped it like it's hot. St. Brown went off, and that's why I picked him up because um, he just seems like a good player, and he's probably their best receiver. And he's not injury prone at all. So great pickup for me. I was you have a crystal ball. How'd you know about that? Um this Jared Goff. Actually, this is the first time I actually researched players and like looked into it. So that's why. And then Arrow, sadly, 128. He uh his biggest player of the week was uh T. Higgins dropping 20 points. So good game. Good game, uh Arrow, uh, too bad he lost, but uh, I'm coming for I'm coming for Mateo Monarchs, baby. All right, let me get into this game recap. So Bartle do just didn't do what they were supposed to do at all. <laughs> um, they just Bartle do the bed, and um, as you can see on the on, as their logo, it's a dog, and and they probably just were just eating some dog shit. So, um, but uh, let's get into it. So. Yeah, for my team, I'll probably say the best player I had, and you guys laughed at me when I picked. You were like, oh, my God, you picked Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. That's an idiotic move, <clears throat> Tommy. Um, that's what I'm saying. But, uh, no, guess what? Josh Allen scored me 29.68. Uh, Stephon Diggs scored me 44 points, uh, 12 receptions, 148 yards, and three touchdowns. And then I did not start, and I wish I did. I'm looking at it now. I should have started Jalen Waddle because Waddle had 40 points. He went off. I mean, that receiving core, I mean, Jack was just talking about it. He has Tyreek Hill. These receivers make Tua look like a legit quarterback. They really do. And I know Dolphins fans are like, he is a legit quarterback. And I'm not, I'm not convinced yet. I'm not convinced. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was a good game, and I am ready to whoop – Jackass's uh, freaking team. Can't wait. And last but not least, we got to talk about probably the game of the week right here. Two of the biggest shit talkers on the podcast, the Delco scumbags and hustle and flow battling it out. Um, Let me paint you a picture, Joshua. You get your ass kicked by Tom Salucci. He's got on a gray hoodie. He's got on a blue Phillies jersey, a Bud Light's in his hand. 
The Phillies just won the World Series, and Tom is kicking your ass for the second time in fantasy football yet again. Um, in all seriousness, Tom with probably one of the best pickups of the week. Jalen Hurts, you know, if you see numbers, if you're in Mercury retrograde and you're seeing threes all the time, three, 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 Jalen Hurts threw for 333 yards, three total touchdowns, and had 33 fantasy points. Um, played David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs. Debo Samuel had a solid game. Um, Mark Andrews, though, was probably the player of the game for Tom with 25 points, 104 yards, and a TD. And Zeth just really couldn't get it started. Cooper Cup putting up 31 points despite that and Stafford putting up 18. Nobody else could really get it started with Miles Sanders being his next biggest scorer after that with 11.6 I mean, points. If you look at look at his team, they his team that last week didn't score any points at all. Literally, that's sad. But, uh, guys, um, I, when Zeth's back, I want to do a lot better next week. Uh, but I'm coming for Montego Mar- Monarchs. Um, Monco, I'm- Montgomery County. Monco. Get it correct. Montego Bay uh, Monarchs. Yeah. Montego the Wilmington Wolves are going to take a nice bite out of the Monarchs. And I'm going to win this week. We'll see. We're going to rip out your vocal cords so the Wolves won't be able to freaking howl anymore. Damn. Fuck. You yeah. two are just going to come up with stuff all, all night going at each other. Meanwhile, I want to go for a walk in a graveyard. I want to talk about him coming back. The guy, my guy, Slim Reaper Devontae Smith. I know that Quez Watkins has balled out. A.J. Brown has obviously balled out. People are saying, when is Smitty going to ball out? His time is coming. I'm here to assure you. They are going to forget about this guy, and, man, he's really good. Don't forget about this catch that he had last year. You know what one I'm talking about, the one where we were playing Washington and he drug his legs. And don't forget about that catch, yes, on his old former teammate, Patrick Sertain, who was probably yeah. the best cornerback out of last year against the Broncos. So this guy will be balling out. Now that Quez is going to – they're not going to forget about Quez and they're not going to get to forget about AJ. And like Darius Slay said, we have three Batman. Just yep. literally utilize that, get the ball around, space it out, and uh, I think I that mean- the Slim Reaper will bounce back. Yeah, what, so. One thing that I liked about this last week game was we got to all of our receivers yep. on one drive, and it worked very well. And we, we got to A.J. Brown the first week and whatever. But the fact that Devonta Smith, you know, got some t- catches this week, almost had a touchdown, like, like I've told you guys, this is our best receiving core we've had. There's a lot of superstars on this uh, offense for receiving core. We just had to figure out how to work them in together, play well together. I mean, they're playing well together. I don't think Smith was upset first week. They didn't get that many uh, throw, balls thrown to him. But, I mean, this dude – I mean, we, we're still solid at a receiving core. Like, we got we got A.J. Brown, deep threat. We got – I'm sorry, Quez Watkins, a deep threat. We got A.J. Brown, the medium threat, I would say. And then we got Devonta Smith, the short pass threat, which that's all we need because – I mean, Wes Watkinson burned past the defense. AJ Brown's an aggressive catch, jump up, grab it, get some yards. So I think we're good. And I think his time is coming. One thing I will say, I do think that people sleep on Devontae Smith's uh, contested catch ability. Quez Watkins too, but Devontae Smith's especially. Like when you look at that Pat Sertain catch, that is a aggressive 100% contested catch. And I think people sometimes sleep on that for Smitty. You know, I think uh, I think Smitty actually even had a good game this week. Uh, I think he played pretty good. I mean, yeah, the only throwing touchdown for Hurts was the Quez Watkins, but 
Yeah, I think Schmitty was having some good catches. He was doing pretty good. And, I mean, as we saw week one, Hurts was going to A.J. Brown a lot. But this time, yes, Jack was saying he was spreading the ball out. I mean, you saw guys get involved, Devontae. You saw A.J. get involved. You saw Quez, obviously. And then you even saw guys like Dallas Goddard. So that was good to see. Um, I was really impressed with Hurts. I really was. And and I think it's um, – I mean, we'll talk about it later more. But, uh, but yeah, no, Devontae's – as Dalton was just saying, Devontae is going to – he's going to blow up, man. He is going to go crazy. Um, he just needs his time. So, And he he is pretty good with the contested catches for sure. And you know what the, my favorite part about him is too, guys? Remember last week how, how there was like that Quez Watkins tweet or whatever that was going around and there was kind of like rumors like Quez was like unhappy? Like you haven't heard any of that bullshit, any of that with Devontae Smith, like he is a, like I saw on his Instagram story, like he's sharing like posts about Jalen Hurts doing well, AJ Brown, Quez Watkins, like he is a teammate guy. And I think that that's why they're going to get the ball to him. They Everybody wants to see him succeed and he has the talent too. Right. And last thing, I mean, you've seen that, like I said, we have the best receiving core we've had in a while and spread the ball around, which it works out. Utilize those weapons we have. Don't go to one receiver because they're going to get doubled up later in the season, spread it about. And I like like KJ said, I loved what uh, Hurts did this week, spreading it around, smart move. Great offense coordinator call, play call this week, for sure. Um, Yeah, so moving on to our next topic, lockdown corners. Uh, PFF, believe it or not, ranked us having two top five cornerbacks, Bradbury and Slay, just – absolutely playing lockdown. What do you think, Jack? I, I'm not going to say lockdown, Bradbury. Um, this is – he's been in our defense for – But he's ranked higher than Slay. Yeah, he is. From last week, from last season. All but, lowest passer relating allowed cornerbacks this season. This is all oh, season. This is all season. Well, I mean, I, I haven't really seen – he had a pick six or whatever. But, I mean, I think all in all, whether rankings matter or not, Darius Slay is by far the better lockdown cornerback we have on our team. Um, this dude makes people piss, like, pissed off. Like, I love to see that. He knows how to read the pass, knows how to read the player. Like, I haven't really seen that much from Bradbury at all. Um, I guess I should look at him more, um, you know, next week. When I'm there, when we're there, um, so. yeah, talk about that for a second, too. Yeah, so uh, yep, KJ, yep. me, and Dolt, I think we're gonna do some vlogs, uh, in DC. Uh, but we got tickets t- today to go see the birds versus the commanders on Sunday at one. Um, we're gonna have a good time, uh, we're gonna have a blast, and we're gonna, we're gonna bring you along with the ride and stay tuned for some great uh clips of, of us at the tailgates and shit like that. It's going to be dope. It is going to be awesome. I cannot wait. I've been to that stadium. It's not the best stadium. It's actually one of the worst. But Maybe we'll um, get a chance to sue them. <laughs> yeah, we might. We might get, get a lawsuit. Uh, it'd be nice. Get some upgrades for the show. It'd be nice. It works out. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, I like it. So, so, so I, guess, I guess we kind of already talked about next week's game. Who do we see Slay locking down this week? And who do we see Bradbury locking down? That's a good I mean, question. they have – a decent receiving core. They got Gibson, who's that running back threat, the rock, you know, slant threat, whatever you want to call him. You got uh, what's his face, the rookie. Um, Dotson. Dotson. Yeah, Dotson. 
Um, so who do we who do you want to place on who? I think Slay will probably be playing. What's his name? He'll probably be playing Terry. Uh, yeah, Terry. He'll probably be t- playing Terry. I can see Bradbury because I fe- I could see him playing Curtis Samuel because Curtis Samuel has been used a lot uh, with Carson Wentz. I think like they've been getting some kind of chemistry going. So I think Bradbury will be locking up Samuel or Dotson. Um, but they got a good receiving core as well. I'm not going to say they have a better receiving core than us. They don't. But they got a pretty good. They got a pretty good receiving core. Like theirs is not bad. So we just gotta watch out. It'll be interesting to see because you know Wentz loves his tight ends. Who we're gonna have on Logan Thomas? You know, yeah. Whether that be Kaiser White, whether that be Edwards, yeah, yeah Edwards. Yeah, I'd be so, fine with Edwards. I think Edwards did a really good job this week as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I think Kaiser would be as good as well. I think I think Kaiser, uh, he didn't have the impact he had um, the Lions game, or I'm trying to think if he had an impact back then. But um, but yeah, no, we'll see what happens with the with the linebacker core, but. Um, yeah. We, we got to see what happens with the D line, though. When we, we need the D line to get back to form, dude. And I was saying it again. Yeah. When Davis wasn't playing, they ran all, all up up and down on us. Yeah. I'm talking about the Vikings. Like, what are you doing, Gannon? Keep him in. Holy crap. Yeah. God damn. I mean, the corners. I, I'll I'll tell you the good thing. Us getting some picks. Us getting some deflections. Kind of made. Kind of eliminated. And not eliminated, but it kind of made it a little quieter, like that the, that the defensive line wasn't playing good. So it kind of distracted us from the defensive line struggles. I'll tell you that. So I think that's a good thing about it. But yeah, you got to get your act together. And I think some of the players like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox are gonna have some uh, vengeance against Wentz, and they're they're gonna want to go down to DC and just. Go all over him. Hopefully, I mean, we'll yeah. see what Gannon wants him to do. But I say, you know what? Go after Wentz. Get him pissed off. Yeah. Who do you see locking down the receivers? So I like what KJ said. I agree. I think that Slay is going to take down. Um, I think that Slay is going to take on Terry McLaurin. I think that Bradbury is going to take on Curtis Samuel. A little bit nervous about Maddox on Dotson, just because I think Dotson is going to be a really good speed threat. Um, but I think that the Vikings have a better receiving core than the uh, Commanders. So uh, the thing I'm nervous about is Carson Wentz, revenge, playing at home early in the season. Uh, Eagles, you know, coming into this game, I think maybe uh, kind of the favorite, not the underdog. I think we were kind of doubted in that Vikings game. I'm a little bit nervous about this game. I'm not going to lie to you guys. So it's really going to be up to, I really think, these cornerbacks to be able to force Carson Wentz to make mistakes and to us three in the stands to get loud as shit to get in Carson Wentz's head. Yeah, yeah we're going we're gonna to be a little high up. I mean, if we could get some kind of – we get our hands on a megaphone or something, we could get in his head and we can uh, piss him off. Yeah. What would you say on the megaphone to piss him off? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, get your ass back to North Dakota, you ginger. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> I would say that too, but that that comment that Ashley had makes a lot of sense, and that's why I'm nervous about this game. Yeah. What's up, Mason? How you doing, brother? Thank you for coming through tonight. Guys, the fact that we're about to hit 20,000 followers on TikTok is amazing. Thank you guys so much for all your support, for the love, everything. Um, Week three predictions, though, guys. Let's let's keep it to strictly business. We're going to FedEx Field. We're going to be there tailgating with some friends, having a good time. 
give me a prediction. Give me a score prediction. What's going to happen at FedEx Field, the real K.J. McCoy? Ooh, let's go. All right. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Wentz is going to have some vengeance for sure. But I think the Eagles' D-line is going to have some vengeance. I, I heard Brandon Graham's interview on, uh, what was it, Tuesday, and uh, he seemed pretty pumped. And he seemed like he, he loves he loves Wentz, but at the same time, though, he's like, you're going down. So I think – I don't know what Gannon's game plan is, but uh, I would like to see them put some pressure on Wentz, get him flustered, get him pissed. and uh, Because we've seen it from Wentz that he can get – he can get rattled. He can. And um, he used to not, but now he's getting rattled in general. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Eagles get the dub. I really do. I think we go there and it's going to be worth it. Uh, I think we win 34 to 27. Okay. Good, good, good. I like that. I like that. Jalen <clears throat> Hurts is a good game. I'll tell you that. And, and Devontae gets a touchdown. You know – I'm gonna I'm gonna be the um, play devil advocate. I think until midseason, I'm not pushing over any game we have against us. Um, like we have said, we there's a lot expected out of us uh, in the season. We're probably one of the best teams we've had. Uh, but yeah, Commanders they're not a shitty team at all by any means. I mean, our last three component or competitors aren't shitty teams at all. So it's a matter of Gannon like bringing the pressure early because once we get the pressure, get some sacks and Wentz, he's going to be a little, little injured or whatever, not going to be playing as well. Bring that force. Don't do it every every drive or whatever. But get get Davis in there. Get Graham in there. Get Cox in there. Get Sweat in there. Like Sweat had two, two sacks last week. Uh, so it's going to be a battle of, I think, the line in the trenches because once we get past – I don't think the Reds – or I'm sorry, the Commanders have that – the best of an offensive line. So if we get past them, bring some pressure, I think this would be a dub for us. Uh, I'm expecting a lot out of the uh, D-line, and I think, like KJ said, it's going to be easy – not easy dub. This is going to be a dub. I want to say it's going to be 21-28 Eagles. Um, Devontae Smith is going to have one touchdown. A.J. Brown is going to have two touchdowns. And I think we're going to have a rushing touchdown from Hurts. Uh, I hope we do. Uh, but that's that's my prediction. I'm excited for this game. I'm gonna be. I'm glad to be there. It's gonna be worth us going there. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy yeah. seeing it through our eyes, um, and we're gonna have a good time. So uh, let's go. Let's bring it to them. Yeah, it's pretty much like I mean, at FedEx Field because I've been there before. It's we're not gonna be the only Eagles fans there. I mean, we travel, man. It's we so travel. Close. So it's so close. Right now. It's pretty close. So um, and it's not technically in DC. I mean, it's in Landover, Maryland. So. Uh, that's a good thing. We, I mean, Jack has a fear of the city of D.C. So don't worry, Jack. We're not going to D.C. It's okay. We're going to Landover, Maryland. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Can't wait. So if any of you guys are there, uh, we'll be we'll be tailgating and look out for us for sure. You won't miss us. That's yeah, we'll boy. be like Philly sports trips, and we'll be with the Philly sports guy probably because they were the ones who told us in the beginning of the year at Fourth and John. Shout out to all three of those organizations and Philly sports guy people. Uh, but they are awesome. So uh, come tailgate with us. I'm sure that they don't mind. Come take pictures. Come hang out. Um, I'm sure we'll have stickers or something we'll give away. And uh, just say go birds. Zach, or Dutchie, what are you thinking this week? How are you feeling? 
So I'm thinking that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this game, but it is going to be, as the kid from Delco says, a pissing match, Dutch. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a rough one. It's going to be a sweaty one. It's going to be just an absolute dogfight. Uh, Carson Wentz is going to be going against his old team. KJ McCoy said it earlier. He's a ginger. He's going to have vengeance on his mind. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> But in all seriousness, Carson Wentz is a really good player. And when Carson Wentz gets pissed off, we've seen it before. Carson Wentz plays really well. Not that Jalen Hurts isn't the same player. Um, I did hear Jalen Hurts talk about it today, and he said that there's a mutual respect between the two of them. And I love that. Um, I think that this is going to be a great game, and I do kind of give the advantage to the commanders just because I think that the Eagles are not the underdog. The Eagles are going to be riding high coming in after beating the Vikings. We're going to be at FedEx Field, and it's Carson Wentz going against his old team, who he practiced against, who he, you know, these players know each other, um, whether you want to admit it or not. You know who Carson Wentz's first ever interception in his career was to? Anybody know? That's tonight. There you go. Time for everybody's favorite part of the show, 302 Trivia, with your host, Jack Dalton, the mayor of Delaware. Shout out to Fantasy Football Network. I got it tonight. We didn't have one. It's all good. But that's the trivia tonight. Darius Slay was Carson Wentz's first oh ever God. interception. I knew that by heart. I had I didn't to say, say that. My bad. I didn't know it was a trivia question. It's all good. I mean, we're at the well, end of the show anyway, so it makes sense. But do you think that Darius Slay will have another interception oh, yeah. on this man? Yeah, I no. So. Once we bring the pressure, we're going to get a nice, nice little pick into our little basket. Darius Slay is going to take it back. Pick six, baby. I think, or get down, get tackled like midfield. But it's gonna be a red zone. It's gonna be a red zone pick for sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm putting a dollar on that. Yeah, red I zone think, pick. yeah. I at, think like, at like the most crucial moment of the game or something. Yeah, like it's we're it's like literally we're up by a field goal. They're making a drive in the red zone, and we pick it off, seal the deal. Eagles, win. Oh, Bradbury pick six. That'd be nice. So, I, no, I think Slay is gonna. I think he's gonna really be like. I mean, the way that. I mean, he missed. What he deflect like three balls last week. But like the thing is, I feel like he wants to make up for those, and he wants to get some picks. And he's like, you know what? I'm not gonna drop anymore. I'm just gonna get some picks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ball out in this game. So I think he is going to read everything Wentz is coming at him. I I don't think anybody is going to be able to burn out Darius Slay. He's got the confidence in the world right now, so I'm excited to hot, see him. Hot take: Epps is going to have a pick, or he's going to cause a fumble. Ooh, I told you Epps was. I told you Epps wasn't bad. I was he telling was you. Hitting, he was hitting hard against the Vikings. I don't know if you saw that play. Yeah, he, he cracked. He, he had the crazy. one thing. He had the momentum play. I don't know if you saw, but he was he was back up a little bit. He had the momentum, kind of like I mean, obviously he's no Dawkins, but. It reminded me the the momentum he had. He was backing up, and he's going right into it. I was like, "Shit, that kind of looks like Dawkins a little bit, but obviously not to an extent, and never to Dawkins." I'll tell you that. What's up? You two over here comparing Epps to Dawkins? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. He's a hard hitter. I'm not comparing the Dawkins. I'm just saying that certain play though. Dutch, I'm backstage. Dutch, bring me on. Dutch, bring me on. Dutch, Dutch, come on, Dutch. Come on, you did it. I'm going to be Let's scared. go, Jalen Hurts. Hey, baby. There we go. God bless, go, Bird. Starting it off like we always start out. Tells us Jack shit. Uh, no pun intended, Jack. Where, where do you guys want to go after this? He's taller than 6'2". He's older than 24. Um, let's go Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson is number three. His number isn't close to that. And he's not a QB. It's greater than one. It would tell us if it was close. It would be yellow because that number is two away. He's got to be be number one. So he's got to be higher than one. So, like, think of a defensive player in the AFC. TJ Watt. TJ Watt. All right, JJ. I like that. He's not in the AFC. All right. Yeah, he is. He's on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, no, I'm saying JJ player. Hold on. I might be able to get this. Um, Defensive tackle. What's that guy's name from the Miles Garrett? From the who? Oh, oh, uh, but no, yeah. no, no, don't go with him. Don't go with him. The number's too high. The number's too high. You can't go with that. What number is he? He's 91. Don't go with him. You're right. You're right. Uh, so then Miles Garrett's too much, too, then. Uh, let's go with let's go with the safety. Let's go Chuck Clark. Oh, Chuck Clarky. Mm, All right. Not Baltimore, not Pittsburgh. Let's go with Derwin James. Derwin James. That's a war. He's in the North. He's, he's either on the. Uh, That's a war. Denzel Ward. Yeah, it's going not Derwin James. Derwin James played for Chargers. Denzel Ward. Fuck. Hey, he's a banger, bitch. And oh, uh, Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates. No, he's no, not a corner. corner. It's probably Eli Trashel. Oh, no, yeah, Eli Trashel. Uh, Eli I think it's Tadave I think it's I actually know who that one is. JJ doesn't even know today. Oh, JJ. A Bengals corner. That's not Chidabe Awuzie. That's not Mike Hilton. We don't know if it's Mike Hilton. It could be Hilton. Hilton. It could be Mike Hilton head. How do you know that, Dutch? Come on, Dutch. I know everything, Dutch. Come on. Us New Borough Golden Eagles know everything. It's Goldbacks, not Gold. Jackson Hill. It's Goldbacks, Dutch. Sorry, Dutch. Anyway, go ahead, JJ. What were you saying? Charles said Daxon Hill. Let's try that one. Daxon Hill? You, it's it's only one. Oh, never mind. Ma- nice guess, Charles. You, you messed this up. I'm not going to swear because... JJ, can... what am I typing? Uh, I'm trying to think. It's not Hill. Spank Jefferson, Dutch. Jalen Davis. Try Jalen Davis. Try Jalen Davis. All right, Jalen Davis. Oh my god, we've been through four corners. God damn it, Bang. You fucking Mason said this game is not Trey Flowers. It's not a Trey Flowers. Seggy Ho. No, one E. One E. One E. One E. No. No Y. No Y. Trey Flowers, yes. You got it, Dutch. Trey Flowers, Dutch. Let's go. All right, guys. That was all 100% JJ Seglio, Notre Dame fan of the year. Nah, Jack, we suck. Yeah, that's fine. Well, with that note, Jack, do you want to do your usual? Yeah, I guess we don't have a a, a, a fun topic or not. That was Uh, our fun topic. No, we do have a fun topic, though. The fun topic is – how bad are those Eagles going to beat the living crap out of those Washington? All right, let's uh, – Zep, it's not an intro, it's an outro. Let's take that outro, please. Oh.